gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Same time, right? Yeah, isn't that what happened? According to Eminem, sure. And then nothing else happened after that. That was it. And then the biscuit just went away. Yeah, they played at WrestleMania. They did the Undertaker's music, and then yeah. goodbye. That was it. But nobody remembers Limp Biscuit from their like Warped Tour days when they and were like actually their, like, their heavy metal before they went more into rap into pop rap. This is more metal-ish. ish, 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 ish. Yeah. New metal, I, I guess, oh. is the best way to put it. Okay. Right, um, but more at the end of the new metal era. Uh, but the reason I love this song so much is because the drop of that, <laughs> along with Fred Durst playing it live in 2015 when he's just o- a lot older, sure, <laughs> still doing all the same shit, and people who are his age completely mosh pitting the shit out of each other. <laughs> right as soon as it fucking hits. Break your fucking face tonight. What did you, and then it fucking goes. What'd you expect? They're going to put lighters up and uh, just you know sway back and forth? I was thinking maybe a headbanging contest. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell. Limp Biscuit Boy over here is Joe Black. How are you, sir? Doing very well, man. Nice. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing very well. We are all seemingly doing very well. Um, So, what do you want to talk about? <sighs> That's what I did there, because that's our lead into our first. Anyway. I see what you did there. And um, if my brain worked fast enough, I would have tried to go after that, because I'm always a yes and type of person, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. still early for me. It's way too early at 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and the fun here is that we normally record on Zoom. My man is live in the flesh. I feel like I sound different. You sound earthier. I sound real. real. I don't sound fake. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> Take it easy, man. <laughs> I asked you for an assignment uh, about what we want to talk about, and you completed said assignment. I fucking did it, guys. I did my homework this week. Oh, my God. This is going to be a good show. Um, Assumingly so. We, I asked him, 
while on vacation, while I was on vacation in Cleveland, in the Cleveland, the land, um, had a hell of a time. Shout out to Joe and Patrick uh, for that trip, that road trip of uh, just absolute insanity, taking nine and a half hours there, ten hours back. That, that is a drive, and I eighty is a straight shot, just of. But it's the same shit over and over. But we get there. Cleveland Hall of Fame was absolutely amazing. The Rockmore Hall of Fame. Uh, lost some money at uh, Jack Casino. But uh, ate at Wahlburgers. Went to Cleveland Guardian game, which, by the way, um, what, what an awesome experience that was. No more Wahoo anywhere. No, Not even no. merch. The merch, no. Everybody still wears it, though. Everybody wears it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're still going to get the freaking Washington Commanders former team. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's the still former wearing Washington, The former, former Washington football team. I still see shirts with Washington football team. <laughs> some, people, some people just don't I feel like up. those are going to go up in value. Because th- that was only like a, what, a two-year period? Yeah, yeah. That they were the Washington football team? Yeah. Um, fun fact about I-80. Sure. You can hit I-80 in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I-80 ends? Isn't it like Iowa or something like that? Nope. Further west? Way further west. Vegas. You can take I-80 from the Poconos, mm. I believe. We'll say Pennsylvania. Jersey. Make it. It's Jersey. It's Jersey? Yeah. All right. Well, you can hop on it in Jersey, mm. and you could take it all the way to the California Hotel in San Francisco. Really? Yep. Why would you do that? I-80 <laughs> is one of the only ones that goes like Straight there. practically coast to coast. I might have to do that. Um, I want to do it very badly. I think I, I wanted just to say I did that. Uh, so yeah, so manifest I'll, destiny, right. brother. Make it happen. <laughs> Make shit happen. So I this like this like this trip. I wanted to go on to the Hall of Fame. I was a bucket list trip. It was an amazing experience. Very hands on. It's an awesome place to go to. Uh, the Guardians. We get there and there's a DJ right there with all these these kids, early twenties, who are basically just dressed up in Guardian their own Guardian gear and they're just dancing away. And it's and it's two two dollar Miller beer cans and uh, that's a lot to get out. And what it really was two dollar Coors Lights. And people it's my just, kind of beer. It was just before the first pitch. I've never seen that before. So you can just basically buy as many two dollar beers as you want until the first pitch. Um, so you could just go be like, here's twenty dollars. Yeah, I think there's a max. There's per- there's three of us. Yeah. Here's twenty dollars. We have enough hands. Go. All right. That's fucking great. It was amazing. Um, did some electric slide. Did some wobbling. Boogie woogie woogie. He gave us some handouts. Uh, some some. You did the wobble too. I Jesus wobble. Christ. It was, it was Guardians insane. games get popping. It was. It, that so that was the game. Also, by the way, we had uh, shout out to Joe. I also. would trade all of that to hear New York, New York once. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Fuck all that Yankees till I die. Absolutely, uh, and, but, we're, but the Giants have a soft place in my heart too. But uh, th- so we we had second row from first base side from first base line. It was amazing seats. The weird part about Guardian Stadium though is that if you're sitting field level, you're facing the scoreboard, the huge ass scoreboard, and then the home plate is to your left. So you're kind of like doing this weird angle turn. But we had very nice people sitting in front of us who were Guardians fans. We befriended them, talking to them the entire game. Joe and Patrick go to the bathroom. And uh, Ramirez hits a double, slides into second. Who's on top of him? But oh Anderson. my god, you were there for that! I was there for the game. I didn't fucking put it together. <laughs> Holy shit! I was there for that game, dude. I'm a fucking idiot. And uh, I was like, "It's going down." Oh shit! And the place goes nuts. You this just is- did one of my bucket list events. What? I've always wanted to be in a baseball game where the bench is clear. <laughs> Fuck! And it- you invited me to. Ah shit! I did. I said, "Come. You should come." 
I did say it. Oh, no. I missed it. I said it to you. I said it to Rob. I said it to everybody. Come on the road trip. Let's go. And we, you, and I'm you down missed, for a road trip, You too. missed the fight of the year. <laughs> forget forget uh, Jake Paul. You missed the fight of the year. He stood up, and he he got grabbed. The reason why Anderson got, got fucked up was because his teammate came from behind him. If you watch that video, his teammate came from behind him, and someone was holding Ramirez back, and he, he wasn't holding back that right hand. And he got that lucky shot in, and he just went poof. <laughs> he went down. His teammates tried to carry him off the field. He's like, get off me. And he's stumbling to get off the field because I don't know if he got concussed or just knocked the fuck out. Um, so he got six games. Ramirez had three. There was another one that was. That's still crazy to me that the guy who's has a concussion more than likely has a concussion. He squared up. He squared up. He, the, the problem was that Ramirez had said in the past Pre- the previous game, Anderson went to uh, tag someone off a second, and he swiped his arm like really hard. Oh. And Ramirez was like, "Don't, don't fucking do that." And so, sure enough, when he went to tag Ramirez, he smacked him. And that's when he got up. He was on top of Anderson was like straddling him because he went through his legs. Pause. Yeah, he got up. He then he Anderson threw the glove down. He squared up. Put the pause on him. <sighs> he, he put those. Thank you. He put that right pause. <laughs> Bang, bink, and that was it. And so I was but there. The, for the funniest that thing, thing about all that. Is the way the two of them wanted to fight? Yeah, and and the funny thing, Jose Ramirez just wanted to swing. Just, yeah, he did. And and the funny thing also was and that Tim they, Anderson actually knew, like he looked like he knew what he was doing. And he did. He didn't. Um, you know, in, in hindsight, he didn't. But uh, he looked like he did. But also, the umpire that was there, uh, basically, like it was a hockey fight. He got out of the way. So good on him. He got out of the way, and they just started going at it. That's the and, way it should be. And just yeah, just just fight it out. It's fine. Yeah, but then also Let them do it. They're gonna get games, and it's also hey, it's six games. Yeah. Guess what? There's still a hundred and fifty-six you can play. <laughs> and he's hurt now. He's not even taking the time to the suspension now. It's weird um, because Garrett Cole, the Yankees, uh, ironically hit him, and uh, he's out. He was out anyway. Um, the funny thing also about that entire fight is that if you look, the bullpen is straightaway center, and you know they come out through the wall, and each one bullpen is on top of the other bullpen. You can actually stand there and watch them practice. The, My guess is that the home bullpen is on top. The home bu- around. The home bullpen was on top, but there's a gate apparently because it's only one um, tunnel, so the gate would close on the visiting team. So you just saw the Guardians jet out of there. Every Guardian came out, and now all of a sudden the White Sox uh, guys came out. It was so the funniest. Fun. It was the funniest thing. Like you, apparently they lock out the visiting team in the in the bull, bullpen. They That's all great. Out, they all came out, and it just kept going and going and going. And then the right fielder, whoever uh, names always uh, yeah, my I'm head, not, gonna, not on the Guardians, but but for the White Sox, not, 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 especially especially on the White Sox. Sox. But he was he was getting jaw jacked by every fan in that in that corner, and he was like going over, like he was blowing kisses. He was like, "Come on, like you know, bring it," kind of thing. He committed two errors. <laughs> <laughs> he committed two errors at the end of the game, and uh, it was just—it was just very funny. I mean, they still won. The White Sox still won, but that it was a very exciting slash food, delicious food-filled night. And to top everything off, um, they had probably one one of the best, and I always we always exaggerate with stuff. One of the best fireworks displays I've ever seen in my entire life because it was it was called Generations. They went through different snippets of songs starting from Elvis on up, and the fireworks went with the music. And then you see like the whole stadium would have the the, the ring kind of fireworks, and then behind the the big scoreboard they had fireworks going on. It was forty minutes of just firework bliss. Two things: number one, Pittsburgh. 
I feel like their fireworks, they pride themselves on their fireworks. I said how best I've seen. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay. I still have never seen Pittsburgh. Okay. But I will point it to you like this. I can guarantee you I'll show you a better fireworks show if we go upstate to my buddy's house on 4th of July. Because you know how you just said uh it all went with the song, right? And then it obviously culminated with a big song. Mm -hmm. And then it was just bah, 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 bah. Mm -hmm. My buddy's fireworks, I put it so eloquently. And he goes, Joe, you are so true with that. His fireworks show is 15 minutes all finale. Does he okay? That's fine. Does his he, little brother. Does he have a hundred by two hundred foot uh, scoreboard that he can have a video on? His little brother, I guess, is a know. mad fucking scientist. The kid built a taser mm. from a disposable camera and tinfoil in the seventh grade. He's a MacGyver. Okay, he's a mechanical engineer now. He developed a software mm. so that he could run it from his computer into a board where all of the fireworks are going to be hooked up and all you had to do was press the button. Ding, 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 ding. It was incredible to feed. It, 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 speechless. That, mm. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> it got you, me so speechless just now. You were trying to one-up me and saying the best fireworks display. That's the best I've fireworks ever display. Seen. That I've ever seen in my life. It's the best fireworks display I've ever seen in my life. Accompanied with a 200-foot uh, billboard scoreboard, if I'm sure he doesn't have that, was the best fireworks display I've ever seen. When Agreed he, to disagree. Okay, well, again, <laughs> when, he, when he gets the, the... But thank you for keeping me on track, because I would have forgotten. That when, he gets the, when he gets the largest display, then I'll be impressed. Anyway, so we had fun there. We went to Cincinnati, saw a Reds game in 90-degree heat in the first first row behind uh, the nationals uh, dugout and that was insane i have a nice little tan from that day um and so yeah it was it was all good we had a great time um and i will say that cleveland nor cincinnati are anything to really scream about <laughs> as far as the city goes as far as things to do there's several things but as far as just other than that i was not impressed and that's my take on cleveland moving on uh I, my, you know, all that to say yes during the <laughs> what what a tangent during this time of uh, uh, of while on vacation for the weekend, I asked you for an assignment mm-hmm. to watch the Cody documentary. I did. You did. I did. This might be the first time I've ever been so proud of you to actually complete a task. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Sure. Thoughts? So, Cody. Concerns? Um. Well, first of all, AEW. Wow. Brought kudos on AEW for allowing WWE to call them a secondary promotion. I mean, he, they didn't know that that was going to happen. I mean, <laughs> but kudos to them for allowing the footage of AEW. Very clearly, did uh, not know that that was going to happen. That was kind you of. You want me to just go through all the notes I got really quick? Please, yes, and then I will. I'll, I'll piggyback off some of the things that you're going to. Uh, Xavier Wo- Xavier Woods and Cody Rhodes went to rival high schools and wrestled each other in high school. That was a very interesting tidbit that I that yeah. I found out. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that is a small world type of thing and Xavier going in the interview going oh I wanted so much to beat him and then just hope Dusty was going to see me, me right? that kid's got it <laughs> yeah yeah god that's great <laughs> so little things like that uh-huh. uh I mean obviously the BTE footage it's I mean amazing. come on amazing it was fucking I could not believe that the WWE actually let all of that stuff into their documentary about Cody well, he that was that was because he said he wanted to do the no, doc the way he wanted it. But that's that's why I feel like Cody should be taken. I mean, obviously we knew this by now, but Cody should be taken a hell of a lot differently than he was before. Of course, you know what I mean. 
Expect like I, we all we all knew that from the start of Cody coming back to WWE when we all found out that that Vince had pers- Vince and Bruce personally flew to Georgia to go to Cody's home mm-hmm. and that's practically never been done before. Right. Right. So yes, and I, I after watching this definitely have a, a better level level of respect. I had respect for him knowing his his journey and it was only i i keep thinking that it was years ago you know this only happened like in 2015 like this was literally something that is like seven eight years ago and you know sometimes these things take forever uh a la la night but you know yeah yeah um but yeah it was just it's it was very cool to see this whole transition go ahead uh the wrestling universe in bayside Mm -hmm. in flushing whatever you want to call it bayside if you're bayside if you're from here flushing by postal code Okay. Um they got a crit you're not going to notice it if you've never been there before, but because of where they have their signings, the wrestling universe, it's not at their actual location, it's at the comic book store that's on the corner. Mm. They have two things. One is like a strict wrestling action figure and all that stuff, and then around the corner you have a little comic book I used to go, I used to live down the block. I would walk up there as a kid mm. and go buy MLB showdown cards and play it with my friends. Mm. A little 20-sided dice. God, those were the days. <laughs> but I remember going there as a kid, and you're not going to know it unless I, I pass it every fucking, legitimately once a day, I pass that fucking store. Mm. And seeing the apartment building that's right behind it, I go, oh, shit, that's, and then they show the inside with the whole wall of comic books on the back. Absolutely loved it. That was that was that one was just for me. Cody did that okay, for me. Yes. I appreciate. It. Thank thank you Cody. He's a man of the people. Um the beginning of AEW being in the dock, like I said before, was absolutely incredible that Cody actually got that into the dock. Now, I was I knew about all in. I didn't know that it was really so so much billed as the biggest independent show of all time. Oh no, I knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was um, billed uh, the whole I remember I remember being, I remember following that from the beginning, like oh Cody or Meltzer came out and said they're not, they're never going to be able to put ten thousand seats in an arena, mm-hmm. like just willy nilly. And then Cody, like in his last, in the last dance, Cody took that personally, mm-hmm. and he put ten thousand fucking seats in an arena and created a whole fucking organization. He <laughs> he spite created a wrestling company. <laughs> he did. That's fucking great. Yeah. Um, he did. Hunter calling AEW a secondary promotion. I mean, honestly, it's a step back for Hunter. He called them a pissant company at first. Mm. I feel like that's an upgrade. You know what I mean? But he uh, he he took the high road. He called them a secondary promotion, which they are by all numbers. They are you. It's all fine and good. You can be the number one show on Wednesday nights. That's all. That's okay. But the number one show on Wednesday nights is still only pulling in max a million viewers. Right. Right. Meanwhile, WWE on Monday and Friday, they might not be the best show of the night, but they're still pulling in two mil. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you are a secondary promotion. I'm sorry. But I personally love that secondary promotion more than WWE. That's just a personal thing. Okay. Uh, not uh, I will hear the argument now. As I will give there's it to there's <laughs> an art. There is an argument now. I'll give it to you. But a couple years ago when we first started going to shows yeah. like the first Grand Slam oh, AEW was... and when we were supposed to have blood and guts, it was AEW and everything else was like, hey, did you watch Raw? I was like, 
ah, my bad, dude. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, the first Grand Slam, that, that era right now, until something new comes along, is their golden era of, of AEW. It's, yes. it's the best era that they've had so far. Bookmarking Grand Slams. Correct. Yes. So with that being said, now that they've kind of come out of the, the honeymoon phase, WWE, in all of its shittiness that we've had to endure, as we've talked about many for many years, I was just Step thinking up. about this the other day, we are in, a, in an era of amazing wrestling for WWE. And yes. I will be the first to admit that because I, like you, I'm madly in love with AEW. I, I love the product. I love how raw it is. I love. Hey, it. you're not, welcome for that. And you know what? Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure I will come around because, eventually. But because you, got me there quicker. you were on the side of your upstate buddies at first, okay? <laughs> upstate. All right, all I'll of, say it. All of five feet upstate. Yes, I'll say it. Uh, all of five feet upstate. But I'll uh, even go as long to say anything mainland United States and New York is upstate. <laughs> Queens is gonna float. That's too much. Queens is gonna float out into the freaking Atlantic, and I'm just gonna be like, I'm waving like like the, I'm waving away the Titanic. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're, wa- you're waving like the Queen. Yes. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Uh, <laughs> I I will tell you right now, I like WWE more. Right, right now, there's a, this is an era of WWE that because of the Levesque era, Levesque era, uh, you have become a better product, consistently better product. Dynamite is. Dynamite now with Collision, I'm bringing it up a little bit because Collision has kind of brought that up. Dynamite is starting started to feel a little stale, mm-hmm. and again with the the amount of people that you had on your roster that you did not want to put on TV because you just didn't have the time. It's only two hours a week, and Dark is not pulling in anything. That's which is why it's gone. Thank God. Um, and, you know, and then you have, I mean rest in peace. And then you have Rampage, which is only an hour, so you have three hours of wrestling for the entire week. WWE programming alone That's three hours on a Monday. On a Monday, five hours main card. Main roster. So, you know, there, you have more of an ability here with AEW now with Collision to be able to show those things. With that being said, again, WWE in the last two years, Roman Reigns and everybody following in, t- in tow and the addition of Cody and everything else has become a better show. And again, I'm speaking for myself, has become a better show than AEW. Is it by much? I'm not gonna say much. I'm gonna say it, there there is a difference now, especially when you have the the PLEs uh, that WWE puts on. It, whether you liked or disliked SummerSlam, it was very down the middle as far as what I've read online. It was still a not only respectable product, but it got people talking. Whether you were angry, whether you were upset, it still had people talking, and that's the whole point of it. I haven't been to a WWE show, so I can't really say this. But to me, WWE is a better television product now. By the way, you heard that right. That it wasn't like recently; it was ever. You know, I okay. I know what I, I would, said. Okay, I just want to make sure everybody else understood that. Too. I was hoping nobody was going to say anything. Well, we I were to just I would, let nope. it be. Nope, I would have to point that out. All right, so yes, I've never been to a WWE show. Shocking! It really is shocking. It is honestly. It really. It, which with how much how I love you, wrestling. How old are you now? I twenty <sighs> something. In, I'm going to be thirty in December. Yeah, you are. Thirty years have not been to a wrestling uh, WWE show. Nope. You've, I, I've told you, I've said this on the show before, the first WrestleMania that I purchased, it wasn't that I wasn't watching, it's just that my parents wouldn't fucking buy it. The first WrestleMania I purchased was 25. So your first WWE event is going to be a WrestleMania? What do you mean? Are you buying tickets next week to go to WrestleMania in Philly? Oh, I don't know. Wait, really? I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, dude. Bro, him. 
I know. Oh, stop the press. We have to talk about this. This is we are now going on a tangent. tangent. I really want to. Do you understand as a wrestling fan that if you're ever going to not go to a WWE event, you have to hold out till fucking mania, which is two hours away from where you live? Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Even if it's just a day, go back to work the next day. What is what is the holdup? What's the holdup? I don't know. No, talk to me. I haven't thought about it. I was just like, oh, I don't know. Wow. You, you see, I genuinely haven't thought about going to WrestleMania in Philly. Wow. Why? I don't know. That's so I'm weird. genuinely. We're going on a tangent again, okay? No, but I'm going to bring it back to the point. <laughs> the point being is that say, to me, WWE is a better television product. I'm going to when say AEW <laughs> is a better point. show. Correct. Okay. What were you saying? I was going to say my last point with this is that you, we, we as a group, you, me, we, we, yeah, uh, uh, Pistol Pete, Stephen, Tim, as a group. Will go out of our way. Pistol Pete, the asshole, and his brother. <laughs> <laughs> which is which? Uh, we will go out of our way <laughs> to go and get Grand Slam tickets. And we have been to countless AEW events. Countless. The idea that you are holding back and reserved about buying tickets, not just to like a house show. <laughs> We're not talking about like Saturday night's main event at the Nassau Coliseum, which I had you know, a couple weeks ago or whatever that's coming up in September. Wrestle fucking mania, dude. By the way, I could be convinced to go into fucking Nassau County. Okay. But you're not convinced to go into Philadelphia. No, I'm always convinced to go into Philadelphia. <laughs> I was going to say, this is, you know, they have cheesesteaks and mania. What, what, are we, what are we doing? I know. I know. I can't believe this is even like a, like a contemplation. They go on sale. We're, I'm already, Rob is like, we need to figure out how we're getting tickets. <laughs> like, this is, this is a thing. If not, even if you do, okay. You, from Friday, <laughs> from Friday SmackDown through Hall of Fame, WrestleMania, NXT, Monday Night Raw. If you do none of that, none of it at all, pick a Saturday or a Sunday, go there for the day, get a cheesesteak, and drive back. Oh, I'll do that. That's what I'm saying. You have to stay for the whole damn weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll fucking do that. I definitely 1,000 percent cannot commit to the whole weekend. I love wrestling. Wrestling's great, and I love it as much as anybody else. But unfortunately, as a great Peter Rosenberg would say, some of us are with a life. I just cannot go <laughs> to every fucking show. I'm sorry. I, in a perfect world, I would have the money to be able to do the whole thing and just stay there the entire weekend. I get it. I, I completely understand. It, the, the money's not. I don't have the time. <laughs> right. The money or the time. <laughs> I could get I could get the money. I could save the money. I could get the money. That's not a big deal. Save the money. for Again, they go on t- the tickets go on sale next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you saying. got me right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. It's <laughs> no, happening. I'm kidding. It's happening. I'm kidding. It's happening. Uh, anyway. I, how much hard ticket? You're also talking about AEW, which is a... All right. Forget I said anything about the money. Uh, uh. AEW, which AEW, is AEW, which is a what? $100 ticket compared to WrestleMania, where $100 tickets are going to be like, you got to think... I got I need a Kleenex. My nose is bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that... You're just going to hear... Eh, you, you might, that was might, that a fucking JetBlue flight? Jesus Christ. You might get the... Um, the behind these the uh the obstructed views behind the the main stage for 100 bucks that's not a, that's not an exaggeration or a joke <laughs> i know <laughs> i'm being dead serious and that's what i don't i like a i like a more intimate setting for some reason i, didn't do I don't know what it is also if i'm being honest the first year i met you mm. you went to wrestlemania and you said Correct. it was fucking off it was a great show fucking horrendous experience and i've been scared ever since that was because of of the the show. The show itself was seven hours long. That was that was a lot. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's not why it was it was horrendous. 
The seven hours was the last, by the way, the last uh, WrestleMania where they had it th- that long. Yeah. And then it was kind of broken up. My the awful experience. That's the one I should have went to. That's the one you should have convinced me like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Is that how he sounds? What the fuck are you doing? That's how you sound that's to me. Sound in, in my head, that's the... Fair that's enough. the rec- the what the fuck you doing voice. That's that. Voice. My awful experience came with MetLife and their awful parking situation because it took us two and a half hours to get out, and people that had to commute there by bus and public transportation. Oh, they stopped at one, right? They stopped at one o'clock, and there yeah. were people that were stuck there, according to reports, till five in the fucking morning. That was the awful experience. It had, it had nothing to do with my experience as far as mania. Beforehand, we had a tailgate. We had, it was amazing. We had a great time. We went inside. The matches were yeah, great. But the problem is, is you got mania, there at what time? Co- at like eleven in the morning. And what time did you leave? Twelve thirty. Yeah, exactly. No, no, at twelve thirty from the stadium, and then from the parking lot to two right. fifteen, two thirty, two thirty. That was there for well over twelve hours. Yes. Well, at least, you know what? You didn't even have the worst fucking experience. You ever heard Pat's Pat McAfee's experience? No. His crew? No. They all took an RV. They took an RV from. They rented an RV from a lady. Mm. Drove it from Indy mm. to MetLife mm. while Pat was flying or doing whatever because he had to make a couple stops here and there. Right. And they get there to MetLife, and one of the attendants goes, yeah, 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 just go over here. And he goes, and it's an awning. <laughs> goes, and he fucking, right underneath the fucking awning and gets it stuck. Nice. <laughs> not, not only that, one of the guys was trying to take a nap on the top bunk of the awning that's right above the driver's seat, and it's all like he heard, death. all he heard was metal crashing and shit coming towards him. Oh, my God. He's like, I never moved faster in he my could life. Have, he could have died. He could have died. Good Lord. Uh, yeah. Cody. So, <laughs> Cody, that's right. Last thing I have on Cody. Uh, um, he said, I don't want to get into it. I don't want this. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't want this answered, edited in any way, shape, or form. He gave this whole diatribe. And then he said, which I think if he hadn't said, I don't want this thing edited, he would have had edited out. Sure. He said that he didn't leave AEW for money or anything like that. He had a personal reason. Yes. Do you think? Do you know what that personal reason was? I well, I was going to ask you, what was that personal reason? I. What do you think? Assumingly, because I honestly I forgot a lot of what happened in that specific time frame. Right. But the one thing that pops in my mind was that Cody wanted to take a break. And they said that on a on a couple interviews mm. that Cody wanted to you know start to slow down a little bit in the ring, mm. and Tony was like, "What? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, no, 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 we gotta get you're hot, blah, blah, blah. okay, doing all that. Mm. That's what I think. Okay, but I didn't I didn't think about that. I what my thought was, um, uh, two things. One that he wanted to end his career and actually get what his father never got. But what I think the personal reason was was at the time, if you remember, and this is, again, the following statement is Chris Mindell's and Chris Mindell's alone, is that there was issues with Brandy backstage. And I feel like a lot of that heat, yeah, there was uh, there was, there was was reports that she wasn't getting along with some of the talent backstage. Oh, with some of the talent? Yeah. Oh. And that uh, I, I feel like... Calls one woman a heifer, and then all of a sudden everything goes up in flames. And she was cutting... Fire promos. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Get her back on the mic in WWE. Um, yeah, it was just... I, I, that's that's me. I'm, ass- I'm only assuming, and you know what, what assuming makes you. But I'm just saying, from what I remember at that time, is that there was there were several reports that she was having issues with other talent backstage, 
And this was also the time when Cody was still a face but didn't want to turn heel and nobody liked him because he was getting the, the Roman Reigns shield kind of treatment where he was just getting, getting pushed down everybody's throat. And he needed he a went, reset. He went too meta. He went. Re- he needed a reset. And it, it, the funny thing is there's no difference, zero difference, between what he's done in AEW and what he's done now. And you saw in the doc, it, the American Nightmare came from New Japan. He just took that character and switched I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, I thought that I think that's very cool. Um, that he basically took that character and just switched promotions, and it's the same person going forward. And then I love the the description that he gave. It's the amalgamation of Stardust and Dashing Cody Rhodes and my IC uh, persona, IC uh, Championship persona, all in one person as the American Nightmare. And again, the funny thing, ironic thing, is that when you remember Cody's uh, situation at the end of AEW, he was not liked. The same exact character is now in the biggest company in the world, and he is absolutely adored. It's just, it's so weird how that works. And when you need a reset, you just do what you got to do. Like, he left the company. He he rebranded himself to be Cody Rhodes and the person that he wanted to be. And then that whole role led up to him getting to New Japan and getting this whole new persona that he is today. They didn't get into any of the cease and desist. As far as what? You know that Cody... They kept on saying that he was going by the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, which was not the case. When he first got to Japan, mm. he might have been called that. But then he got a season desist saying, you are not allowed to use the Rhodes name. But only to Cody. Mm. On. Someone who did have the Rhodes name in their own pocket mm. was Brandy, mm. which is why in the beginning of AEW... They were being billed as Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Right. Because Cody couldn't be Cody Rhodes because it was WWE IP. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah. So when he got to. That was a big deal when AEW got. got But that's what I'm saying. They kept on calling him the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. And it it might have lasted for a while, but there was a very long point where he was not allowed to go by Cody Rhodes. Right. I have merch from him. That's all it says is the American Nightmare Cody, Mm -hmm. but it still has a little CR in it. I remember that. It's, I'm wondering why, that's probably a Vince move to keep that out, I would assume, like a Vince and Hunter move, like, but I feel like if you tell the, he he ruffled their feathers so much that they had to act, like, take legal action to be like, hey, you can't use this, or was it kind of being uh, pissed off? And even after all that, able to, just like... It's weird how wrestling works. You know, sometimes people just leave because the animosity and anger, and then they mend fences. Ultimate Warrior, Bruno San Martino, Cody Rhodes. Like you, you sued this guy because you, know, you had a cease and desist for, towards this guy who used to be in your company that you, you, handpicked and was raising because of father first, the father's name and his own talent, and he had to leave, and then he made his own company, and then you had to give him a cease and desist because he was a threat to you. That seems kind of weird, but okay, sure. And he still made the best of it. Not, I mean, it's, it, one of you had the Rhodes names. You still knew who he was. You know, I have, to, I have to say Rhodes by the end, at the end of the name to know who the guy is. So you know, it, it all worked out in the end. He, I remember, I remember that too. Now, now that you mentioned it, that he was such a big deal when he finally got the Rhodes. Oh my god, name in AEW, they made such a big deal about it, which I thought at the time was kind of weird. But yeah, and now in hindsight, it's it, it makes sense. So we can all agree that the reason we've seen 
Cody Rhodes pop up randomly on AEW television recently is that they have a somewhat working relationship when it comes to film usage. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Because if you notice, a couple weeks ago, we saw you were the one that brought it up. Cody Rhodes was the fucking... He was the uh the help me out. Come on. A little screen, a little black on the preview. Thank you. <laughs> I had no idea where you're going. Oh, that was fucking horrible. <laughs> no idea where you're going. Um yeah, I'm looking for you with <laughs> words. <laughs> Fuck. You're That's how I know we're bad. You're fucked. Um yeah, Cody was the little preview for AEW Dynamite on on yeah. TV. Yes. Yeah. On your TV, which is yes. why I'm pointing there. Yeah. Um I'm wondering if they were like, okay, I like I understand that Cody, that part of Cody's career is AEW IP. Like they have the rights to show whatever Cody footage they want. Sure, in in essence, right? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they were like, okay, maybe we can. They could have left Cody Rhodes out of the whole Dynamite 200 video package. Right, everybody would have been pissed because mm-hmm. it would have made no sense. Right, right. But I'm wondering if there's somewhat like of a working type of relationship there now. I think they, uh, from what I read about the thing we talked about last week with him being on the the, the promo preview sh- uh, screen, was just out of respect for the documentary. Again, I don't know if they knew that they were going to have Triple H calling them a secondary promotion <laughs> and Tony Khan being absolutely livid about it. Yeah. So but, watch uh, tonight for uh, someone to call... Um, AEW, the primary promotion. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or actually, you know where I can see it? FTR. Watch out for an FTR promo, whether it be tonight. Probably not because they're not on Dynamite. But on Collision on Saturday, watch for an FTR promo where they say, this is the place for pro wrestling. This is the primary <laughs> promotion in professional wrestling. Uh, That's what they'll say. They said that before, haven't they? No, not primary. Oh. I mean, come on. It's like blood and guts. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, people have said it before. All oh, right, but but Vince McMahon was the one that said, "Oh, that blood and guts company over yeah. there." <laughs> <laughs> very good. So yes, Cody Rhodes, uh, Doc, very good, and uh, I, I I do like the way. Also, I know we're going on with this Cody Rhodes thing very long, but um, I did like the way that they edited the the whole the video part of it where he's going through the desert and he's finding new characters for himself and he's he's going through each chapter of his life and you know finding it under the sand and I, I like that integration and then Try, I was trying to figure out what part of it was CGI and not uh, apparently none of it was except for the background was like, I was gonna say also there's just a random hell in a cell in the middle of the fucking oh, right, right. Mojave <laughs> Desert yeah that makes sense. Listen, WWE's got money. They can just do that. That's fine. Yeah. We, just gotta, we gotta fly you over to the Mojave. And- we've we've <laughs> flown it out to Saudi Arabia before. We could put it in Nevada. Let's get 20 guys to build this in the middle of the desert. Sure. Uh, what was I saying here? Oh, speaking of Vince McMahon. Oh, jeez. What a segue. Uh, apparently, WWE is facing a, another lawsuit. Um, huh. Apparently, this- the day ends in Y. <laughs> More at 11. <laughs> They recently, as of this this past week, uh, excuse me, this report actually came out coming out several hours ago uh, on, on this Wednesday. WWE and Vince McMahon recently had a lawsuit filed against them in the United States District Court of the Western District of PA by Dana W. Wiley, according to court documents obtained by PWInsider.com. Wiley alleges breach of contract and failure, failure to reimburse a $5,500 down payment hangout. 
what app email a contract to personal fan meet World Wrestling Entertainment employee Alexa Bliss on June 30th. If you have made any sense, this person oh, paid, I person remember this. paid to hang out with Alexa Bliss. The lawsuit, which was handwritten, claimed the WWE executive chairman breached an agreement for Wiley to become a WWE employee with a $70,000 per month salary. Oh. Wiley alleges oh. McMahon discriminated against him. Uh, as it was noted in the lawsuit, the plaintiff was arrested and charged for attempted homicide, aggravate, uh, aggravated assault against Newcastle, Pennsylvania law enforcement, 10-22-22 order, the United States Secret Service and Pennsylvania State Co uh, Police Troop. Major case team to possess a warrant to unlawful seize, search, I, plaintiff, phone, device, and property and conspiracy theory plot to obstruct and destroy any evidence supporting these facts. The World Wrestling Entertainment employee Alexa Bliss email text to I, plaintiff, hangout, what app, email, business accounts. Any of that makes sense. He's looking to get paid. Go ahead. No. Okay. No. Uh, I, I need to read, need to read this further. Wiley is looking to get paid $6 million for breach of contract and reimbursement for all legal fees. This isn't the first time that Wiley has tried to sue McMahon, as he did so when he filed a lawsuit against McMahon, members of DX and the NWO, by claiming that he had signed a fair use contract for the trademarks of these groups back in 1995. He claimed he signed the contract on the steps of the courthouse in Newcastle, PA, after being sentenced in an unrelated criminal case. That lawsuit was later dismissed. Um... What the fuck? Yeah. I do remember that, though. I do remember that there was a thing that came out that Alexa Bliss had... Someone had paid for a, a to hang out with Alexa Bliss for a day or whatever the fuck it was. Mm. And then she just didn't show. Um, or whatever it was. So that was all that all that garbled nonsense in the middle They're also saying Alexia Bliss. Alexia. And WhatsApp, when clearly uh, it's plain, WhatsApp. Plaintiff Hangouts, WhatsApp, email, business accounts. None of that makes sense. Uh, that was all the handwritten part uh, by Wiley, and so he was the best guy around. So talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> what about the murder? What murder? <laughs> <laughs> all that to say, none of that really made sense. And there's a lawsuit against McMahon again, as Joe said, another day that ended why, but this one I I'm, can only assume will be thrown out because none of that just really made sense, as you heard. Uh, WWE likely going to fire more employees after the UFC merger with um, with WWE. Uh, they're going to merge into TKO TKO Holdings Group. I just want to know: Is WWE still going to be? It's like, is Endeavor going to merge? I have stock in Endeavor. Is my Endeavor going to change to TKO? It should. WWE will, but Endeavor Endeavor also bought bought UFC. Yeah. So then that should be separate, no? Because if But UFC I bought Endeavor right after the UFC merger mm -hmm. with with them. Now the whole WWE thing, then they're saying they're changing the listing of it. Are they changing the listing or are they creating a whole new top like a new publicly traded company? It's gotta be a new new traded company. So I should it should like is are WWE shareholders and Endeavor shareholders now gonna be shareholders of TKO. The same WWE more than likely. Mm -hmm. Like that one most likely is gonna be TKO. I gotta look at that. I just want to know if Endeavor is gonna be part of TKO. I gotta look at that. Uh on this call uh for uh uh excuse me. On the call for the merger, uh Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel added that plans are underway to make cost savings and synergies happen immediately upon closing. 
uh, synergies, meaning uh, firings. Uh, as for potential releases of WWE talent, uh, that stands as a distinct matter for uh, from the workforce. Uh, currently, there's no information regarding anything uh, as far as being cuts uh, coming up. Um, but uh, just by what Ari said, you can only assume that that's coming down the pike. It's um, still so funny to me that this is also the man who is the inspiration behind Ari Gold. It's so, it's so fucking hilarious. Isn't, isn't that just the way, though, that if, of all the people? It's, he's going to be now the ruler and owner of he's gonna be WWE. The, he's going to be the head of sports combat and entertainment. Yeah. Of, of the major. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Combat, sports, and entertainment. Yes. Three separate things. Yes. But also the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of who is punching for real, you're still entertaining me. And so, absolutely. Um, if you were not aware, by the way, uh, uh, new story, new paragraph, Roman Reigns was hurt, um, uh, at SummerSlam <gasps> by his cousin, by his cousin, uh, his cooge, his cooge, uh, his oos, his uh, Jay, uh, apparently it was like a cross body out, out of the ring and he, uh, he got the hurts. Um, and Paul Heyman apparently was also very upset by this, uh, during the, um, uh, the presser uh he came out alone roman reigns he had roman reigns title with him um uh roman reigns did not come out uh, from reports because he was hurt Heyman, according to the creative team was pissed and started to tear into byron saxton uh and then dropped it um so back Tensions might have been tensions might have been a bit high after SummerSlam. Paul Heyman had to do a press conference alone, and he was legit pissed, pissed off about Byron Saxton botching his introduction. So, twenty twenty eight. You know, you want to know why you have to be at WrestleMania for at least night two? Is <laughs> because yeah, if we get point. if we get Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes and the streak is over, you will have missed one of the biggest things in the history of wrestling. <laughs> This is you are breaking one of the longest streaks of all time by one of the biggest baby faces. What that, day is it? What what's the date? April third? Are they just doing it the week after? They sure. don't see this is my issue. Is. They say tickets are on sale for WrestleMania, Philadelphia. What date is it? We don't know. Oh, what date is it actual WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh. Well that's just Googling is what we do there. I don't know if they've released that. I've been trying to find it. Is it the April? dates, of course. I don't I don't know, <laughs> man. So I don't pay seven, attention. It's April sixth and seventh. April 6th and 7th. Yeah. April 7th. Yeah, that's a possibility. It's a, yeah. it's a possibility. It doesn't take off from work one day. Have someone cover the door. I need to go down to Philly. For another cheesesteak, Joe? God. No. Don't worry about it. <sighs> yeah. I will have so a, this is also my issue. I will have a burger waiting for you. Sit, what, burger? Yeah, a tailgate. I have a burger waiting for you. No. You know we're tailgating in Philly. I don't want no fucking burgers. You crazy. I'm not making cheesesteaks. I'm not. I, I, ta- I'm in Philly. Buy your own I want shit. Yingling and <laughs> cheesesteaks. Whiz wit. All right. End of story. If you want me to come, get me my fucking Yingling. Get me my whiz wit. Please. And thank you. I guess Joe's not. And also give me my ticket. I guess, I guess Joe's not going. Anyway. <laughs> I'll bring cheesesteaks, oh. but only for me, motherfuckers. There you go. This is this is the the selfishness. Oh, where's that one from, Joe? This one's from Jim's. Oh, it burnt down. I know a guy. 
I know a guy who still makes it in his closet. I, it did. It did. It did burn down, but they're re- uh, they're renovating it now. Is there anything else <laughs> that we need to talk about besides what happened this weekend? Oof! Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot that to get out. Forty-seven minutes of a lot. <sighs> Jesus Christ! No, yeah. that's that's all I got. Dynamite two hundred. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, yeah. So we had a dynamite two hundred. Uh, 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 getting to the card here. Uh, the John Moxley Tremperetta Penta match. Uh, I did not see that coming out the way it did. Although I, I do like it. I like the result. Um, that was a brutal match with thumbtacks. Just, I, I think that's their their new thing. Every every Wednesday has to have thumbtacks involved. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Tremperetta with the win. Why did I? Oh, that's why I was watching Oppenheimer. Whoops. Again. That was last week, right? Trying to figure out why I didn't Wait, see. Mo- I saw most of it. I rewatched most of it. I okay. just didn't see the last couple matches. Uh, Elite uh, defeating uh, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and Sandman Singh is a big mofo. Uh, Ring of Honor to, uh, Tag Team Championship at Aussie Open. That was that was actually pretty entertaining. Oh, uh, let's let's hear this one. Commander El Hijo del Vikingo. Yeah, you close. Shut up. Uh, we have uh, uh, that, that was the main event. Uh, Takeshita and Chris Jericho uh, taking on Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara and. Uh, I saw that. That was awesome. Daddy Magic is uh, demanding a meeting tonight. Uh, yeah, in Dynamite. Uh, that was a good match. Uh, this I- does not make my nipples hard. <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> I don't know why I gave him a Chicago accent. Mandatory but... meeting. <laughs> Next oh, that's week. Why. I was Dynamite. Like your fucking Ted Lasso fucking doll. <laughs> I saw the mustache and immediately did go in my head. Ted Lasso Dynamite. Next week. <laughs> uh, Jack Perry face to face, well, not really face to face, on the top of the ramp with Jerry Lynn and his introduction of uh, he knows guys from ECW and Rob Van Dam coming out. That old motherfucker can still move. Yeah, but did you notice his uh, his body looks like a an an I- italicized eye. <laughs> his body looks italicized. I did not notice that, but now I have to, I have to go back. And look, look, go. I want everyone <laughs> listening to this. When you get a chance, go back and watch Rob Van Dam. Ro, uh, watch Rob Van Dam mm-hmm. on AEW Dynamite, and just look at when he's standing face to face with Jerry Lynn in the middle of the ring. You will see that his feet and his shoulders are misaligned, and that is from all of the fucking bumps that he's taken. Mm-hmm. But he can still do his fucking f- spinning back kick. He can yes. still do it. Yeah. And it, it almost seems like he over-rotated on it, too. I, I got I to gotta find out how old he actually is. 52. That's going to be my guess. Is, no way. He's 52. Mm. He is 52. Yo, your boy's having a good week. <laughs> your boy's having a good week. You don't say. Uh, yeah, he can do that spin kick. Good for him. Uh, the MJF promo, I thought, uh, it's so weird. Okay, uh, it's it, it's it's cringeworthy to me watching him as a face and the whole thing with Adam Cole, which I still love that whole dynamic, and him setting up for uh, the main events. Uh, Adam Cole, it's, it's so again another another great story of him getting pushed down to be a manager for Keith Lee. Now he's the main event for AEW's biggest pay per view ever. Um, but also the idea of having that contract and nobody read the contract, so you don't know what's in the contract because MGF is a dick. And so I just love that whole dynamic. But anyway, MJF as a face is just is not, does not work for me. You ready for a scenario? Please. MJF versus Adam Cole at All In. Already announced. Yes. 
both uh, assumingly as of now it is a babyface versus babyface match as of now as of now what if i think i know where your scenario is going but go ahead you do i think so because it's a little tweak on the last week's one i think it's I, i'm gonna go by off the ending of the promo of what a, a scenario might be go ahead okay <laughs> okay yeah i think you do know where i'm going with okay. this okay um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, same fat brain, huh? Little laugh. <laughs> same fat brain, right, Tommy? <laughs> um, okay, so MJF versus Adam Cole at All In. Yes. Uh, face versus face, no clear heel in that thing. Mm. Side note, CM Punk has been doing his best Hulk Hogan impression. Okay, Hollywood Hulk impression. Mm. Spray paint his belt. Yes, whatever. Uh, now apparently it's a it's a real the real championship. It's the real championship, and it is recognized. It so is, recognized. is this championship more recognized than the FTW championship? If it is, fuck off. Okay, <laughs> kindly fuck off. But he didn't lose it, huh? He didn't lose it. I'm just playing devil's advocate. He didn't lose it. I don't give a fuck. Okay, it's wrestling. Mm. All right, acknowledge it once in a while. Which is, Wink. Why which is why wrestling just makes no sense. You can just it's also true. Have belts come. Which is the other side of this argument. It's wrestling. It's wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's wrestling. And also the FTW Championship isn't really recognized either as anything other than it's just a belt. Yeah. Right. It's Taz's belt. Right. Because he couldn't win the big one at the time. That's <laughs> right. what it was. That's what it was. Um, uh, CM Punk comes out. Costs Ad- I'm sorry. Costs MJF the world championship. He distra- uh he costs MJF the world championship. Adam Cole doesn't know what to do. He uh he jumps on the opportunity, wins the title at all in. You have to sell a pay-per-view next week. The way to sell that pay-per-view, you have CM Punk versus MJF for the real world championship. Right. Then you have Adam Cole cost MJF that world championship. Now you have to find a way to get MJF as a babyface to beat both of them and unite the titles himself. Mm. Okay. Going back to what we were laughing at before. Yes. CM Punk comes in the ring, beats down MJF. Mm. Leaves him bloody, whatever. Adam Cole wins the title, scurries out of the ring, celebrates on the top of the ramp. CM Punk takes out singular one quarter and just flicks it at him. At the end of that promo on Dynamite, he kept on saying that something about the quarters. Someone would take a, a $10 in quarters and just throw it at him. Yeah. That's the heel move to get MJF as a babyface. The ten co- the ten dollars worth of quarters would work as a visual aesthetic. It would work great, yeah. but I think CM Punk with one quarter could portray that storyline as well as anybody with ten. I, I like it. I like it. I think I was going with uh, because Roger Strong still has a neck brace, which I find it hysterical, and he was having, throwing a hissy fit backstage, and then the Kingdom came and. Uh, kind of oh. associated themselves with him in that moment and i think that adam cole will turn but have them as like the new ue kind of situation here's another thing mm. they're called the kingdom mm. right 
MJF is known as the devil. Both holy type of connotations <laughs> to it, uh, right? What if the swerve in all of it is that the kingdom, along with Roderick Strong, sides with MJF? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Now, that'd be something. That would be something. That would be something. Um, and then the main event with... Uh, uh, the Women's World Championship, Tony Storm, your champion, taking on Hikaru Shida. Have you heard about the 922 argument? Uh, no. Go back for the past month or so on Dynamite and see when the women's matches take place on AEW Dynamite. Okay. It's roughly around 922. In the evening? In the evening. Okay. They give them about eight minutes, mm-hmm. do the thing. Mm-hmm. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's been a sticking point with a lot of people that it's somewhat become a thing like, oh, the eight twenty, the 922 slot, mm. just to put the, the girls under. Mm. I think, judging by fan reaction, because people left during the main event, mm. I think that might have just been a swift reaction to previous comments about the 922 slot. So, but uh, I feel like why didn't the anything goes match go last? Because then you'd be putting down the women's world championship. I mean, it's it's did, did this do it any any better? I mean, having Hikaru Shida win the belts on okay. the two hundredth episode, I, I, yeah, absolutely. All right, I don't think you you that you. I mean, the, the special nature of that is that you have a new champion. Why would you put that on like mi- at nine twenty two instead of at being the main event? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying put them nine twenty two. I'm saying start the show with it. Oh, yeah, because because you know what? Because uh, about what I'm about to read to you, uh, which I wanted to talk about last week, the idea of the women's division, which is under heavy scrutiny as of late, you putting them on in the beginning is is fine. I, I get that idea, but have a main event, dynamite. What 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 harm? There's no harm, no foul. Why 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 can't we have women do more with dynamite and and collision? No, I agree. But like I said, I feel like the crowd went mild. You don't want to end your show that way. Um, I think they were mild throughout the match. I think they they got into it when they when she won the belt. Yeah, I mean, I, when anyone wins a belt they're going to get into it. Uh, okay, I, I see what you're saying. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's like a cheap way for them to go home, oh, she won the belt. But how many times you know, speaking of cheap, how many times are we going to go with an anything goes match? How many times are we going to go with an all, you know, there's no rules match where we have another weapon going on? We I'll just, do you one better. We just had how this m- with freaking with freaking blood and guts. Like it's every fucking week. How many times are we going to have a tribal combat match when they lay out the rules for us and all of the rules are broken? But rules. It was all. It was uh, uh, anything goes. No, it wasn't tribal combat. It was anything goes. It was. No, there was it was no disqualification. It was, it no was anything goes between Jay and Jimmy. I'm sorry, between Jay and Roman. And Roman. But it also said mm-hmm. there is to be no interference until after the match is over. I just saw the picture, and I'm desperately trying to get it up right now. While you're looking for that, uh, back to the the women part here. Um, so, uh, Lufisto, I don't know if you're aware of this person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, she's the 
<laughs> she used to be, she used to be a, a AEW talent. Uh, had a one-hour phone call with a current AEW talent. This is the, the Fisto. Uh, she's a female wrestler uh, saying saying this. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mephisto, like the Marvel <laughs> like Meph- Mephisto. No, not the devil. <laughs> uh, the women who actually addressed the problems I I did today were the ones sent home by Tony Khan. There was a meeting to shoot on Thunder Rosa that Khan attended. Before leaving, he reminded them that their segments were the lowest. When some girls arranged a meeting to talk about Baker's crew, um, Britt, one of them ran to Britt to let her know the girls that wanted to address the problem were the ones punished. Things didn't get any better. They got worse. She, I added that. She said, things didn't better. They got worse. The legitimate wrestlers believe Tony doesn't give a damn about women's wrestling and feel like they are going back to the Divas era. Ask me who the fuck I am. Tell me I'm irrelevant and that I'm doing this for attention. Call me a liar. Tell me to kill myself. You keep on closing your eyes and supporting human beings with shitty behavior. With the messages of support and especially this phone call uh, I received from AEW employees. This nobody did the right thing. Uh, and that was her. English is wonderful on that. I guess so. Uh, Lefisto claimed in an interview with Fightful that AEW locker room felt like a high school. She also claimed management paid no attention to any of the matches on AEW Dark, with one star telling her that they had been doing Chris Benoit moves for a month and no one had noticed. Uh, neither AEW nor a- anyone within AEW Women's Division have responded to these claims. Dustin Rhodes responded to claims over criticism he previously gave to her but did not respond to the criticism of the booking by tweeting, Hey, Lufisto, read your story, and sometimes as a coach, I have to be very honest and won't ever tell you a lie about how good or bad it was. Sometimes hard love comes out and wouldn't have it any other way. I hope you find what you're looking for. So that's the the, the talk of one, one female, former female wrestler's opinion in AEW and the promotion right now. Um, and then, as we talked about last week, there's, you know, there's a sign in in the audience saying, uh, book the women's division better. Uh, yeah, might want to listen to your fans. July 21st, 2023. Mm-hmm. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. It, this is from WWE. See, there's a, that's the picture of it. Gotcha. It's tribal combat where anything goes, but no one can interfere until Jay and Roman's matches are is over. No disqualification, no count out. But there is interference. You're not allowed to interfere. Wrestling. This is what I it, Wrestling. I don't know what we're doing now. I was so <laughs> confident before and now I don't I don't know. I Chris, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm scared. I don't know. <laughs> I want Backlash 2028 to be a thing, okay? And I don't know how we get there now. Many, many years to get there. Listen, you wanted to sign up for this whole bloodline thing. You you signed up for this long-ass term storyline. And I also signed up for it long before anybody else did. Then you're in it. I was nicknaming them the bloodline well before WWE did. If at any point between now, this moment here, at... Let's see what is it? August 9th at 1.13 p.m. If any moment between now and WrestleMania of 2028, you bitch and moan. WrestleMania or Backlash? Backlash of 20- Backlash is when the record is. Backlash 2028. Okay. If between now at 1.13 and then at uh, 2028, you bitch or moan about a bloodline storyline, mm-hmm. I will call you a fraud and remove you from the show. Why? Because you are the one that, that are you are set up this bloodline story going five years from now. If this isn't this is naturally happening because you said he needs to break Bruno San Martino's record. If you ha- just joining the show, this happened 
I want to say a couple months ago that you've established this whole thing, and now it's coming to fruition that you know what? It's not. We're not close. It's not really a possibility, a realistic possibility. But if it does happen, you have set this up now. <laughs> you have. Set You're up, blaming me for this. You have set up the idea. And and the our, our mentality of and I have freaking Joe that just went to Cleveland with talking about five years from now. He, <laughs> this is now a talking point. This is now a talking point from the show. So time let, out. Time let it out. be let it be known that you have now signed up for this storyline. There's no other way to do it. Roman Reigns has to have a bloodline storyline or something equivalent to it for the next five. No, years. no, 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 no. I just said he's gonna have the belt if he doesn't. If he lasts past. Uh, WrestleMania this year in Philly, which I may or may not be going to. <laughs> kind of fan of you. <laughs> if he lasts after Cody at this year's WrestleMania, mm-hmm. then it seems like more of a possibility. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not booking it from here till fucking five years from now. Oh, he's gonna do this. He's gonna. Hey, why don't we bring back RVD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I no. Okay, I'm just saying mm-hmm. WWE logic states mm-hmm. that when you get to a certain point, you're going to keep going. <laughs> I look at Gunter. Gunter. Gunter's got what? A month? Yeah, it's that. A month, and then he's <laughs> the longest reigning intercontinental champion in history. It seems like a lot of that's going around these days. Like, we're just looking to break records. Yeah. Yeah, why is that? Because it's going to take the shine away from Charlotte Flair eventually breaking Ric Flair's record. I'm sorry. Is doing that on purpose? It was, gonna, it was going to take the shine away from Cena breaking it, but that passed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think they're uh, they're emphasizing more on the rain and not the amount of rains. But Yep. <laughs> Yeah, take a pause. I think I, th- I just needed to make sure everything was out of my brain for that. Right. Okay, nice. Remember this. Remember this conversation again in in you know twenty twenty eight at the end of our show, brother. Right I don't remember what we talked about at the beginning of the show. I don't know what we talked. about. Yeah, really. Who are you? Uh, tonight, uh, Joe. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> tonight we have our FTW Championship match with uh, Jack Perry taking on the aforementioned RVD. Um. Why not let this drag out? Look at it. He does look like an eye. Look at it. <laughs> like I told you. He's like leaning to the left. But um, that's not him leaning straight up. That's him leaning to one side. Yeah. I'm talking about when you see his side profile. Oh, really. He look. He looks like Michael. He looks like MJ. <laughs> He's doing the, Yeah, the it looks criminal. like he. It looks like he dug his special shoes into those He's, fucking nails to do and then just leaned forward. Smooth criminal, yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was in my head. I go if I banter long enough, one of us will think of the song. I'm good with MJ stuff. Uh, Hikaru Shida immediately defending her title against Anna J. Um, okay, the the, the the oof match of the night apparently. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> come um, on, man. Young Young Bucks taking on the Hardys. Uh, I'm down for that one. Uh, let's see what else here. We have the uh, tag team grudge match with the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Moxley and Castagnoli taking on the Lucha Bros. And the end of the Jericho Appreciation Society? Question oh. mark. Um, and then MJF will be appearing. Uh, Adam Cole, apparently. And that's that. Listen, I may have said differently in the past, but I miss the inner circle, man. I miss it, man. I really do. I miss it. Santana and Ortiz. Now, what's the news with that? Because I keep hearing that they're 
they've made they've, amends. They've made amends, but where are they? I don't know. I saw Santana's been he's been talking about the reconstruction. Like I, I guess that's his tagline for coming back. Okay, he's like reconstructing himself. Okay, but it's not spelled reconstruction. It's spelled reconstruction because he's Puerto Rican. Get it? So uh, that's been a big thing mm. that he's been he's been plugging, and uh, he's been dropping like dates on his Instagram. Really? It's like a couple week. Uh, uh, last month he he started posting about seven seven, mm-hmm. and I go oh. July 7th, that's a Friday. Oh, my God, Rampage. <laughs> and then he never showed. He never showed. I'm like, fuck. <sighs> I'm just waiting. Just, yeah. I feel like this has something to do with Eddie. Can't trust him. I feel like this has to do with Eddie not coming or not being in the States. I'm hmm. sorry, not, not competing on AEW TV right now. Because huh. remember, he was supposed to take on Claudio for the Ring of Honor title. Right. But then Eddie wanted to go to Japan and he won the title in Japan. Right. And then you set up the thing with Claudio and Pac. I think the Claudio and Eddie thing was supposed to turn into Blackpool Combat Club versus New LAX. Mm. Oh, 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 gotcha. I and I only say LAX as grouping those three together. I'm not saying they're coming back as LAX. Right, 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 Although. That would be awesome. I wouldn't be mad. Get a Conan involved. Uh, let's talk. Conan and his hernia. And his hernia before it explodes. Uh, the premium live events of Saturday. Why we're all here? Let's talk about it. Summer uh, Slam. The Slam of Summers in Detroit. Logan Paul pulling double duty, kind of. He getting into two fights apparently. Well, if you look at the video, that was not. He was not in that fight. Okay. He was in the vicinity. He was next. He was legitimately right behind the guy who pushed the other guy. So, so yeah. So yeah. So uh, Logan Paul taking on Ricochet. Uh, with Samantha Irwin just smoke smoke by the way smoke 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 show okay Ricochet this is for you bravo now let's just be let's just be clear on one thing okay sure sure sure. I understand that you may not want to be like I don't want that as like the the forefront of my persona my gimmick in WWE like I don't want the relationship to be at the forefront but brother why would you not (laughs) well yes obviously but you cannot have your girl matching with your opponent it's just not she was wearing a yellow dress okay his logan's uh, logan's always decked in yellow yellow and black always yellow and black yes and well that's not true that one time he was blue wrestlemania, WrestleMania. in la he was blue but i mean put on a blue dress a, re- a white, no, white's wedding. A red dress. Roxanne it. She could have matched his America colors there with the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just n- and legitimately anything but yellow. Anything but yellow or black. You cool. have you have Roy G. Biv to get rid of, okay? <laughs> Just not yellow. And black's not even on there. So yeah. you got eight more. Pick one. Yeah. Um, Six more. First math. I had to do math real quick. I- I love that he uh, he gets priority apparently over Brock Lesnar as well. Um, I'm just saying this because you know Brock likes to go first, but uh, you know he had to get out of there to see his his brother fight in uh, what was it Texas? Yeah, it was Dallas. So he basically went from the top of the country to the bottom of the country. Yeah, and uh, the only thing that saved him mm. time change. Time change. I think like if there wasn't a time change, he would have got there during the fight. Yeah. 
But because of the time change, he was able to get there for the walk-in and whatever. Good timing. Yeah, and he, it wasn't like he rushed it. He had a full fight, and it was a really good one. Um, you know, even with the the whack-ass promos that they did leading up to this fight, with the exception of the very last one, it was a really good match. Do and you want to see wrestling grow as an industry? No. I want it to be stale forever. Okay. So, obviously, you want to see wrestling grow as an industry. I see nothing wrong with Logan Paul doing what he wants to do. Because do you know how many people are going to see Logan Paul mm. ringside at the Jake Paul-Nate Diaz fight and go, the fuck does he got a shiner for? Right. What the fuck is he wearing? Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, he was at SummerSlam. And they go, SummerSlam's little thing? Like, yeah, dude, it's been this whole thing this whole time. What are you talking about? It's like, oh, go check that out. And then boom, you got more eyes to the fucking product. Which is funny enough because WWE is way bigger than UFC. So you would think that it would uh, <laughs> it'd be the other way around. Do you know how many people would debate you on that? They can debate me all they want. It's I know, but do you know? Worldwide, do we're talking you... about as opposed to the U United States, yeah. UFCs. that's fine. US, US, it's just like baseball. We have the World Series, the World Series, in, in air quotes. Hey, man, you're a baseball that's, fan, okay? And I, this look, is America. This is the world. Look at the fucking shirt I'm wearing. It's a Yankee shirt. Uh, listen, I understand that. Well, I, I beg to differ, it's brother. A Star that's Wars. a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> Han Solo is bigger than the Yankee symbol. I don't want to hear no shit. Yankees were score first. The Yankees. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's an American product. UFC is an American product. They can travel all they want. They can have Dana Dana mm -hmm. to take take their travel. Their, their, their... The UFC is not an American product. Predominantly, stop. Predominantly, yeah, but predominantly WWE is an American product. Okay, but it's it's more known worldwide than UFC. That I will agree with. Okay, uh, okay. Listen, you can. But have... to say that it's just an American product is a little bit ludicrous because they have sold out arenas across the world. Okay. He bought his own fucking island, for Christ's sake. Okay. In Dubai. Okay. He could have bought one of the Hawaiian islands. He could have kept it in America. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy Puerto Rico. I can't do that. I can't buy well, New Puerto York. Rico, Puerto Rico, they might. They might. Okay, Puerto Rico. <laughs> they, might. they might buy New York. Um, yes. No. It, it, WWE is far, the far bigger brand. That, and I say far, and you can debate me all you want. A financially, far bigger brand than yep. U UFC. UFC uh, right now is listed after their merger is listed at uh, twelve billion, I believe, mm -hmm. and WWE technically still hasn't even gone through their merger, and they're listed at nine. Okay, and that UFC merger was what two, three years ago. Yeah, so at this point, it's going to be well over that. Um, it's not that it's not the WWE, it's not the UFC helping WWE. It's the other way around. As far as that merger and the uh, the acquisition by Endeavor to get WWE was the crown in both. Debate again. Debate me all you want. Financially, uh, I'm 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 talking facts. Anyway, Logan Paul. <laughs> he, I won't debate you. He he won. He won, and uh, he chastised uh, Samantha. God bless her. Yeah, that was a little weird. Love her. Um, that was a little weird. By the way, you should have had Samantha play on with it a little bit. Don't announce his name at first. She, and she, that she hesitated a little bit. I don't think she did. As far as the winner, I'm saying. Well, yeah, but she announced, like, I would have just held on to it until Logan said, come on, say my name. No. I wouldn't have said it and then had Logan go, 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 say it again, say it again. Right. You just have her completely no-sell it and then just, you know, do her. She does great with her voice. You can't just be like, and your winner is Logan Paul. Logan Paul. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. She does a whole fucking Valley Girl accent for Chelsea Green, and she can't just fucking no sell Logan Paul. <laughs> Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser. I I love what she does. Anyway, it's hot. Uh, it is very hot. So uh, the next match, which would be closest to the top, to the beginning, which would be of course Brock Lesnar taking on Cody Rhodes, and again, better appreciation for this match and the man. After oh, watching that's the where doc. his pants ripped. Uh. Oh, Brock, oh. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the the uh, the crotch break. Yeah, I didn't. I, I saw that after the match. I go, I didn't notice his fucking crotch break. I do love the fact that as wrestling fans, a ton of people on, online are going. So we were able to just have a regular match and then introduce stairs into the match. Yeah, I take it easy. Take it easy, take it easy, guy. It, it's 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 wrestling. Relax. All right. Um, you know. Thing rules are are just as placeholders. <laughs> he just you know it just makes it more exciting to have the, the situation. He he put him on a table. Yeah, five him on a table. I mean, it's a, referee discretion. And the referee's discretion was you know what use that 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 uh those steps. F five him onto an effing table. I mean that's that's cause for disqualification. What are we doing anyway? Uh, no, that's not true. It should be. I mean, the table's talk- there. If it's an announced table, if you get a table out and then put them through that table that's cause for disqualification so let me but if you go through the announce table well it's fine it's all fine let me get this okay so let me get this straight he could have f5'd him onto the steel steps but because he because cody picked up the steps Uh uh-huh that's used him as a as a weapon yes but he used him as a weapon when he f5'd him on the table no the weapon is brock f5ing him onto the table yeah that the 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 table's not the weapon (laughs) i love the semantics of wrestling (laughs) it's just God, it's just so much fun. Anyway. I, I love I, the little nods in wrestling. Like, hey, we're going to have all these other cars in the freaking, in the background of SummerSlam, mm. but the one on the poster is going to be a Ford. I did like that. That was good. Of course. Has to be Nobody would have gotten that unless you know cars. It has to be a Ford. And uh, the- Like, I bet you didn't know that. That it was a Ford? I, no, yeah. I, I didn't do my research on it, no. But I would assume- I didn't do my research on it either. I just know what Ford headlights look like. I will give you a cookie. Got one? Congratulations. Uh, I'll take a Larry and Lenny if you got it. <laughs> I'll make one for you. Oh, uh, you can't. You know how much protein those things have? Come um, on, man. <laughs> just dump all my You protein. don't even have sugar alcohol, man. Come uh, on. <laughs> uh, I, I, did un- I did like the unexpected, apparently, according to Triple H, was not planned out uh, handshake at the end there. It was all Brock. Um, even though even though they kept replaying it during Monday Night Raw as if it was, if it was a work. But anyway. Lemons, lemonade. Come on, you got it, got it. Um, yeah, that's that is true. Uh, but as as Cody looks shocked, also with that whole I- interaction, I feel like that would be an awesome opportunity. He's going to take a break, go off, do the break, and then come back for Mania to be like you know Cody's helper to defeat Roman Reigns. Thoughts, concerns, prayers. I just thought of a possibility as to how Cody loses at WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't think we'll have any more fans left if he, <laughs> he loses this time. Okay. Uh, go on. Four words. Mm-hmm. Two-man power trip. Okay. What if it's Brock helping Roman? Okay. Um, and then they go after the tag titles. Now you can defeat Sami Zayn. How many times are we going to do this? A two-man power trip? No. How many times are we going to have Cody lose at WrestleMania? As many times as you need. No. <laughs> There's got to be a payoff. You're telling me. It has to be a payoff. Let, all right. Let, let's do a different example for, and it's not for tw- instance. It's not 2028. Go on. Listen. <laughs> okay. 
I know I'm going to have to bite my tongue whenever Roman loses. But okay? by the way, by the way, this, but this you don't know how unbearable I'm going to be if I'm right. <laughs> I know, but the stipulation. I'm going to call myself Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> please please don't the the stipulation also is that if Ro- when Roman loses then the show's over at at what at whenever that's not true oh I said backlash if he loses oh it has to be in 2028 yeah you made that rule yeah I'm making the Roman rule when it, the next time Roman loses if he loses the belts show's over oh <laughs> no that's too soon <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh now, oh I just got I got a real I reaction. Do that. I got a real reaction from you. Look at that. I'm just kidding. Better be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little sad. <laughs> little Joe Black tear just came trickling down your face. Oh, if I really try, I could probably do. It. <laughs> I could squeeze one out. Uh, how about the <laughs> like the... Chuck Norris with the mustache? <laughs> <laughs> <Bink>. <laughs> <laughs> it just appeared out of nowhere. Uh, how about the the Slim Jim presents Battle Royal? <laughs> Speaking of not winning, I would not have been completely upset if if L.A. Knight lost this to anybody. anybody. Grayson thought, Waller, The Miz, Sheamus, I thought whoever. Omos, I thought Omos was going to win this because he came out last, which I was like, good God, he's still a thing. But, no, you just got to get a fucking big man in there. Why do you think Kane was in all of the fucking Battle Royals? That's true. Because um, Undertaker can go over the rope. We said, <laughs> we said last week that we were we would not like if LA Knight won. Um, I think at some point again, I I just like Cody Rhodes. You have to have some sort of payoff, and you keep pulling the the pulling the rug from the fans about LA Knight being so close to Money in the Bank, LA Knight being so close with this and that. You got to give him some, and the man is a Slim Jim spokesperson. For goodness sakes, give it to him. Excuse me. Good lord, that was deep. Um. Yeah. Is this the start of the push? It. It's. I think the start of the push happened weeks ago. When when he's he's the one that's coming out doing with the micro only one with a microphone and he's able to do the his promo and then get into a match. That's the start of a push. All right. Is this the start of the skyrocket? It is. <laughs> yes. You take that slim jim and shove it up his ass and then just light it and then he'll. By just the way, to how, the moon. How that's a good one. Yeah. How did we not see that he was going to be the slim jim guy? What does Macho Man do? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. By the way, nobody's saying that L.A. Knight's a ripoff of Macho Man. No. Nah, nah. <laughs> no. Everybody's like, oh, he's just fucking he is freaking, Austin and the Rock. He is freaking Austin to a T. It, it, more so Austin than Rock. Like, he's literally going on, on the ropes. He gets onto the, the apron, gets onto the you know the second rope or the first rope, Does turns around, does his thing, gets to the ring. He's got a vest on. It's his manner. It's his mannerisms in, in his promo. It's That's what the Rock is. Yeah, which by the way, just because the only way his promo would have been Steve is if he if his, if he talked like this. <coughs> Advise apparently not to do that because that hurts. <laughs> um, I had a better Steve Austin too. That just went way too deep. We're going on a on a Monday Night Raw tangent with La Knight. His promo, if you have not seen it, his promo with the Miz, the best part of the entire night. And Monday Night Raw was absolutely amazing this week. <laughs> that that promo was the highlight of the, the entire night. But was the Mrs. better? <sighs> they both went back and forth, but who truly got the better of that promo? I think Miz gets louder with his promos and speaks truth, but he asked him, what, what took you so long? And he's like, unlike you, I had to go through the hard way. 
and the difference between you and me is that I wouldn't get kicked out of the locker room because I'm tougher than you. And I think La Knight probably got the one up on him. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the, the whole promo, just the, both of them, it was absolutely amazing. And even though, you know, and he, even with LA Knight, he flubbed like one time and, you know, the crowd caught on to that and he, he, he turned and he acknowledged that, came back into the, into the script in his head and, and finished out his promo. That is his best promo work to date by far. Uh, WWE. And uh, Thank you. he will, because <laughs> I've seen his promos just going down the rabbit hole of, of him, you know, with impact and everything else that he's done. Uh, he's, he's been great. Are you kidding me? The buzzer? Bang. Dummy. <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> he, Come on, man. He tried to bring that in NXT. And he, that, apparently, he didn't carry that over. Um, sure. Why did he not get the yeah in NXT? I'm sure he'll, I don't know. Like, how did we not, how did we not get that? Somehow, somehow, he some did way. did it in a Triple H fucking exercise video. <laughs> Everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, some way, when you have to you can get to the main card and you can talk on a microphone, you can do that. But uh, anyway, he wins the Battle Royale, and uh, he is your Slim Jim champion of the world. Going back to Logan really quick. Yes. Logan won via Brass Knucks. Do you know who put on those Brass Knucks? Let me know. Who put His on manager. Oh. His manager jumped the rail, and I believe it was only because every single other person that he knows mm-hmm. was at Jake's fight. He was at the fight. <laughs> he, had one, he had one person with him, <laughs> and that was his manager. Um, yeah, that was that was a good spot. This was uh, the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever seen. How and I, I asked you last week, what do you do with an MMA fight? How do you portray a, a MMA air quotes MMA fight in a WWE ring? You don't unless you have a fence around it and you actually hit the shit out of each other. Which apparently on Monday Night Raw, the fight sh- pit would not have made this any better though. Sh- but having a actual fight would have made this better. That yeah, Shana, but that's Shana, the thing. It's Ronda Rousey. Shana you can't have ba- an actual fight with Ronda Rousey. Shana, well, Shayna Baszler showed the the scars of a real fight because she got really punched because she had a real black eye. But this was not an MMA fight. This was not an entertaining fight. Uh, if you wanted to, like an MMA fight would have been more entertaining than this. That, you know, having the having people come into an MMA fight to stop the match was, which apparently was not their idea. That was a WWE thing, which you could just tell. Um. I feel like this this match was held back by bad creative, and it's not their fault. I feel like they could have come up with something better, and according to them, they had other ideas, and they were squelched by WWE. The concept is so good, but it is just so difficult to pull off a work shoot. Unless you are going to go full out. It's either all or nothing with this. You ha- you either have a fight. Well, then that defeats the concept of a work shoot. But then you can't. That's call, just a shoot. But then you can't call it a, an MMA fight. It's not an MMA fight. It's it's a wrestling match with with real MMA punches, rules. With real punches. No, you have a MMA rules match. It, it, it doesn't play. It, and it, I it, agree, it doesn't play. It, it didn't play at all. Uh, it sucked. It, it it did suck. I, I mean, said what The Rock said in the beginning. This is the biggest piece of dog shit <laughs> I have ever seen. I mean, that's not true. Is, I've seen I've seen bigger dog shit. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. It was, this wasn't the, the worst thing we've ever seen. But yeah, it's, it's for something to be able to push. A, it, it, it accomplished right now. It accomplished what it was supposed to accomplish. Ronda's going to take a break. She was supposed to possibly like, forever, possibly forever. She's taking this time to per, to promote and push her best friend, Shayna Baszler, and have her get the get the bump that she needs and to be the NXT Shayna Baszler that she used to be. And this is this is where it starts. So if that's if that was the case, match or not, she got she got the the uh, the rub. She got the rub uh, Monday night. You know, at, at uh, Raw. You know, she heard it from the crowd. She she has any reaction, and that's all you can ask for. And so if if that was the 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 end game, 
congratulations, you did a great job. The match itself, though, was absolute garbage. Uh, moving on. Uh, one that was not garbage with big men slapping each other was... Uh, big, meaty men slapping meat. Say it correctly. Big men slapping man meat was the inter- yeah, international, intercontinental. International. international? What is AEW? Where's, where's Darby? Uh, where's Orange? Good Lord. Uh, intercontinental champion. Are you Gunter. are bad today. I'm all over the place. Um, taking on Drew McIntyre for the IC title. And just the amount of slappy dappy doodahs. Uh, Drew McIntyre with a, uh, uh, his flip over the rope and landing on his feet. I was very impressed by that. Um, I thought the uh, I thought the end was kind of weak though. It had a splash into a power bomb and uh, or lariat into a power bomb. Um, okay, that was all well and good. I thought the match itself though was actually entertaining. Thirty-two days away from breaking Honky Tonk's record. Well, so this report was as of hold on. I'm gonna say that that was probably yesterday. This was as of Saturday. No, that's just no. Nope, that's location. As of Saturday, yes. So as of Saturday, this is all all put out as of as of after the, which means we are now at twenty nine days. Twenty nine oh. days, so breaking the talking talk record. Uh, and I feel like Drew needs to twenty eight days. Drew needs to uh change up his his act. He might go I heel. think we need to get the Scottish psychopath yeah. back. Get get him heal. You gotta gotta change it up. Um, South African Rollins taking on Finn Balor. The World Heavyweight Championship, and I love the seven on his shoulder. Seven on the shoulder, and um, uh, the idea, of course, just had, had had to have something happen with this briefcase and uh, its involvement somehow, some way. Um, yeah, it's a, Seth with his old fucking gear too. The Senor Money in the Bank, yeah, and Seth with Seth with the old gear. Uh, Damien Priest coming down. Uh, with said briefcase, we get uh, Mommy and Dominic coming from uh, from the crowd to help him out. And the irony was that, you know, Damien Priest gives him the briefcase to uh, help him out. He goes to pick it up and gets curb stomped right on, right on it uh, for the one, two, three. And uh, I thought I really did think I, I this is why I'm, I guess I'm not a booker. I would have thought that if you can get get Finn to redeem himself for the seven year thing. You would have had that play out as him, everybody kind of in Judgment Day having something and Damien Priest being the one that's like, you know, I'm teasing the the idea of cashing in on you. But alas, that wasn't the case. And so we have we still have a champion in Seth Freakin' Rollins. I can't believe, I mean, I guess I can't believe it. He, I don't know when he's going to lose at this point. I would have said lose it then. Yeah. But just, uh, I don't know. Uh, another match that I could have like it was it was okay for what it was. <laughs> I need to tell you a story about this match: Charlotte Flair and Oscar and Bianca Belair for the WWE Women's Championship. Um, the uh, God, can Charlotte go through one match without a uh, bra busting, uh, you know, nipple coming out of something? You know, I missed it, nope. motherfucker. Um, anyway. Uh, so um, the match match comes and goes. Uh, we have Sh- Charlotte uh, doing the figure eight on Bianca Belair. Get the miss to the face to Charlotte. Um, you know, tries to pin her. Nothing doing. And Bianca does the uh, the the roll up for the win. We have a new WWE Women's Champion in Bianca Belair. Until the Daniel Sky. That one. That that one. I like mine better. Uh, the EO Sky music hits, and <laughs> I had better bass on that. You did. 
uh she comes running with the briefcase <laughs> bailey smacking her smacking charlotte with the briefcase and then i didn't i thought that was clunky right there well it was she was running up and yeah. then she stopped bailey hit yeah. him yeah and then she, bailey did all her shit and she just waited there right and then got in the ring i feel like bailey should have held it eo should have ran mm. but bailey should have kind of like x routed her way <laughs> past her you know past what i mean her. Anyway, she gets the uh, the moonsault on her on uh, Bianca Belair for the one two three after hitting her in the knee with <laughs> with the briefcase and Bianca was just unable to move apparently. We have a new new WWE Women's Champion in Io Sky and I applaud it. <clears throat> I like it. I'm tired of the three <laughs> same women over and over again. Give me something. And the problem is that WWE is like, yeah, okay, fine. Here, we'll give you. Uh, We'll give you a uh, 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 Nikki Ash. Nope, that doesn't work. Okay, we'll put it on the main. Here's uh, back on Charlotte. Blah 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 blah. You want somebody? New? Okay, here. Here's his. Uh, here's Liv Morgan. Take the belt. Run with it. Blah blah blah. Nope, that's not enough. Oh, I she got, got injured. Got oh, to take it off. Shit. Uh, get put on Ronda Rousey. That's fine. Um, this though, I don't know why I feel like this is different. I feel like she proved herself in NXT as the champion there. Um, and I, I'm I'm all for this. I think that's this why it's different. It's because we know what Eo Sky looks like as a champion. Right. We don't know what Nikki Ash looks like as a champion. We don't know what Liv Morgan looked like as a champion. No, we do, and now it's it wasn't. We great. do, and now it's not great. Now it's not great. But Eo Sky, yes. So, Funny story about this. Mm-hmm. I drove out after work. I drove out to my buddy's house, so I was watching this on my phone while driving. Mm-hmm. Well, not it was in the background, right before everybody gets all huffing a puff about it. There was. Cornhole being played. I was going to go play the next round. The match was about to finish. So I go, all right, give me a couple seconds. I watch the match, and immediately I see that Bianca Belair wins. I go, motherfucker. I hang up. I fucking shut it off. I go, all right, let's play. I was like, I, I left it just like playing in my pocket or whatever, and I didn't hear anything. And then eventually got to the next match and it kept on going. I didn't know that EO Sky won that title until I got on Instagram an hour later. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Wait, was like fuck, I missed it. Ah, you missed that whole Shit. thing? It wasn't like it was like that long, that far off. Like it, it <laughs> happened like saying. two minutes later. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> as soon as it hit one, two, three, I go, fuck this. Uh, that was it. <laughs> I'm done. You missed, the, you missed the best part. <laughs> hey, listen, that's on me. What are you going to do? Yeah, on Don't you. put it on Bianca. Have Asuka retain. I think that's that's the whole point is that you have to have someone else other than Oscar because the two of them are inevitably going to meet. Well, then why wouldn't you have her cash in on Oscar? I'm saying that it, to have an actual match instead of it just being a cash in. You can still have the match. It's that wouldn't be the same though. Like for the actual belt now, like you you're, you can't, you don't want to say that you pinned her for the belts that she's trying to win back. You pinned somebody else. It wasn't me. So now we can have this match, legit, and it's for the belt. I guess. You know I'm right. Uh, well, then, then give it to Charlotte. Give it her 15th. You know she's going to break the fucking record. Did they, they you want it to go that way, though? I would have. I would have. You, <laughs> you, you, you want to know what? Now, No, Bianca, I wouldn't. Bianca's now a three-time champion. Charlotte would have won her, what is it? What would, that would have been 16? 15. 15. Her 15th title reign would have been all of a minute long. That's fine. That's fine. Repeating. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Don't start with me. Simadana, 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 Donna Summer, Simadana, Donna Summer, Simadana, Donna Summer, Simadana, 
Uh, and then your undisputed WWE Tribal Combat World Heavyweight Championship of the World. Jay Uso taking it's a lot to get out. Roman Reigns. None of that was true. Um, and then uh, well, he is yeah. WWE Universal Champion. He is, but I just but added, it is disputed. I added some words. Yeah, uh, some. It's always it's always disputed. That's that's the whole point of a championship. Um, which I never got. Anyway, that just means there's another champion that will dispute that dispute. you are the only champion. Right. I love that they listen to the show, by the way, because they could not say Ulafala enough during some. <laughs> They're listening. I'm telling they you, list, they're all listening. <laughs> in the in the rules of tribal combat, apparently they were immediately broken because they took it to the uh, took it to the streets, in the crowd, and who attacks uh, Jay but Solo, and it's the the trademark of every Roman Reigns fight that I've, I've now realized is that you will take the first ten minutes to just do actual wrestling, and then after yeah. that, that's when it's like, all right, hit the gong, boom, now go storyline. Why? It just takes so long. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes way too long to finally get into it. Once once you're in it, it's just ride on and go. That's have at it. But it's just that slow build is just like okay, we get it. You're trying to establish. I couldn't it. believe this went all the way till eleven thirty. Went to eleven thirty. Let's say four hour uh, ple. Anyway, um, solo already breaking the rules uh, with this with this match, um, destroying him. And then and then I scroll down on the screen here. And see that he was about to pin Roman Reigns for a second time to retain this you belt. You bastard, Jimmy! How dare you! <laughs> and Jimmy, I could just have that Jr. in the back of with my head the <laughs> with the hood and bandana on his face, pulls him out. And as soon as he pulls down the hood with the bandana, even on, he's, you see the cornrows. <laughs> like we know it's you. Yeah, but and Jimmy is there. The, are other ooses in the family? Okay, it wouldn't have been the same. I gen- when I saw the hood, this would not have hit the same. No, it wouldn't have. But when I saw the hood, we, we don't know those Usos. <laughs> that's the problem. That's true. But they all fucking look the same. Uh, wow, you're racist. No, 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 no. Steven's right. You are it, shut the fuck very, up, man. I don't need this from both of you. Jesus. Very racist. Jesus. Very. If you look, they have the similar facial structure. Look at Umaga's son. Very racist. Umaga's son just debuted. He looks like an Uso. Very. I don't need this shit. You know what? <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's show. Uh, Have a good week. Chris, anything to tell everybody? Yes. Fuck off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Starting next week, the new name of the show is Son of Slam. Thank you very much. We will see you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Uso. Be careful. Chris about to go postal. I will go absolutely <laughs> insane. Uh, Jimmy is uh, turns out to be the betrayer of his own twin brother, and I called it. <laughs> I said it. I, everybody else saw that, too. Um, but, yeah. So now, and then Jay gets... Uh, uh, spear through a table and one, two, three, and we still have a undisputed universal champion in Roman Reigns. Semi-disputed. Um, well, now it's not disputed because he squelched the dispute. Oh, Seth Rollins is a champion. Seth Rollins He's is the world champion. Undisputed universal champion. So what? What? Undisputed universal champion. Seth Rollins is the world champion. But but Roman Reigns is the undisputed universal. Seth Rollins champion. is a top champion. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the universal champion. Oh, right. And Seth right. Rollins' belts, unfortunately, will always be seen as secondary. No. 1A, 1B. Stop your, stop your life. It, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 1A, 1B. Exactly. That's not secondary. <laughs> it's it's not A. <laughs> it is B. It's the second letter after A. Hey, buddy. Raw and SmackDown. 1, 1A. AEW, 2. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. That's what Hunter was trying to say. No. You can say the flagship show all you want. SmackDown. I mean... You want to go by what? Roman Reigns is the flagship champion. You're absolutely correct. Yes. 
that is flagship. That champion. is the one A champion. That's the one A champion. So yes. Raw is the one A show. Is that what you're saying? No, SmackDown. You said flagship. Raw is the flagship show. <sighs> we can have this discussion all day long. <laughs> Speaking of WWE, uh, while you're thinking about that, Raw is not the A show. Not anymore. No, I agree. Raw, but according to oh, according to the flagship. new okay, I see what you're according to the uh, the new commentating team of uh, it's like baseball being America's pastime, but it's only a name. It's only a name. Raw says it all the I time. I will never, ever admit that to anybody else ever again in my life. I just want to point that out. Which It's very true. Baseball will always be America's pastime. Football is 1A. Baseball no, football's 1B. To what? To baseball's 1A. No. Yeah. No. By name. By name. By name. And I only go by names. By name. <laughs> I only go by names. Fuck the product. Fine. What's the name? Then you're, then you're saying Raw is the flagship show. Just like they're saying, the f- raw, they, they said it too. They said the same exact thing. They're freaking Wade Barrett as the new commentating team for Monday Night Raw with Michael Cole because apparently Michael Cole is the only person that can do uh, both. Uh, both both jobs. Kevin Patrick, God, they can't find anybody to, to fill that role for Raw. Uh, he said Kevin that, Patrick's good. I, I, he's grown on me. He's grown on me. and that's But he's good as a third, not a second. I, I agree. I agree. Um, but that's, that's a problem, though. We can't seem to get somebody to be that first. The Michael Cole role. I mean, we we've put so many people in there in the last couple of years that have not I panned think, out. I think we took the transition between Jr. to Cole for granted entirely. But they did the they did the the best job that they could in doing that because they already had them both at the same time, and then Jr. stepped out and Michael Cole was able to step in. Jr. and Michael Cole had either had both shows going on, and so you could do have you can have Jr. on Raw and and. Cole on SmackDown. It worked because they're two different shows. You had Cole and Taz. You had JR and and, and uh, Lawler. But it's like... But then when JR left, it's it was only the natural transition because he was so good to put him on Raw. But I, then, th- then this is what they're doing with Cole right now. They're I, trying to find the next person. I understand. And as much as Steven doesn't like it, hmm. it's going to be Graves. Graves is their second best hmm. commentator. Hmm. And for some reason, Steven doesn't fucking like him one bit. Fellow Yinzer, all that. Don't fucking like him. Really? I don't think I don't think he commentates good. You're fucking out of your mind, dude. He did it. He, well, there's your problem. He commentated an entire match in Ludwig Kaiser's voice. Tell Steven, first of all, his grammar is terrible because it's, it doesn't announce well. Second of all, uh, <laughs> that, you know what? That was creative you. liberty on me. <laughs> that was on you. Got it. Okay, that's on me. Because he'll fucking flip out for me on that. He's like, you can make fun of me all you want, but don't tell people like I got bad grammar. I don't do no good, no no well, no good. Um, <laughs> I, I, Monday Night Raw, really quick. We, let's wrap this up here, really quick. Uh, uh, Sami Zayn is also hurt, and these tag titles uh, you know, are going to be in limbo because uh, Owens is hurt with a rib injury. Sami Zayn playing into the uh, the storyline they showed with uh, JD McDonough ba- uh, hurting him in backstage, and has that that golf ball on his elbow. Sami Zayn doing his best John Cena impression. Um, with what? That golf ball on his elbow. Oh God. Oh, you don't remember that? Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> that was a big one. Um, the first thing I thought of, and then I saw the picture. I, I'm so glad about this. The, the next match here too, with uh, you know Ricochet backstage, you know, getting interviewed, and then Champa involved here, and then Matt Riddle, who is all, getting all kinds of punished. Matt Riddle is getting buried like no other wrestler right now, and he's he's literally going to be the jobber of all jobbers. Uh, and I'm 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 assuming it's only since the the, the drama he's had outside of wrestling. But Matt Riddle he is was what, on a Scott. He was on a rocket, and they just 
killed that shit. Exactly. Matt Riddle is what RVD would have been if he didn't get suspended for smoking weed. Mm. Imagine, like nowadays, if he did that now, it would have been fine. He was ahead of his time. Uh, Anthony Bowens was on Chris Stefano's podcast. Mm. Hilarious comedian, Chrissy D. Talking about edibles and shit. And they were like, oh, are you on any right now? He's like, a couple milligrams, you know what I mean? <laughs> And I was like, all right, Bowens, yeah, let's go. Bowen, yeah, there you go. Very nice. Um, a couple of mils. Uh, and it, of all places for him to win this too, but ch- again, I I will. I might have to buy a shirt. Chad Gable is the shit. <laughs> and I've said it before. I'm saying it even further now. And the fact that they gave him this win to fight against Gunther, I'm sure he'll get destroyed. Um, but you imagine if he's the one to take off the belt <laughs> right before, uh, right before Honky Tonk's record. Chad Gable is now... You're no more contender for the IC belt. Calling him the next Kurt Angle all those years ago was a bit much back then. Uh, but now. Now, I have no problem with saying that he is so cert- <sighs> certifiably planted himself there you go. as the next Kurt Angle type of character. Whew, that was a lot to get that out. That was a lot to get out. I blacked out what happened. <laughs> All right, Will. Uh, yeah, just uh, I love when you get my movie references. I got you, baby. My little ones here. Um, the, the, Chad Gable is just—he's uh, he's an amazing wrestler, and he's—he's uh, he's, he's stuck with this character with this Alpha Academy thing, though, which was so under undercard that kudos to him for sticking it out, and and WWE having the faith in him to be able to actually push that out to a like a, a leading mid card story. Um, and now with this whole thing, it's it just pans out so kudos to him now the only thing i want to see come out of that is i want to see jason jordan back on television as a coach for the alpha academy he's backstage isn't he that's what i'm saying yeah why can't you have him just be like say he's putting up a couple weights and then maxine is there taking notes and some shit like that (laughs) and it's like oh i see you met professor (laughs) professor jason or professor jordan Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh it's Angle's it's son. It's called Alpha Academy. It's Kurt Angle's son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy. Uh, and then the next match, which which pertains <laughs> which pertains to the main events, uh, if you have not seen it, uh, but Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Big Bronson Reed. I wasn't aware that they were adding the big part. Um, the alliteration is a new Vince McMahon thing. Like the big cat. <laughs> Keith Lee. Yeah, exactly. Good Lord. Big uh, Bronson Reed. There was another one that came out recently. I, f- I totally forgot. Dirty, dirty Dom. That's exactly what it was. Dirty it was Dirty Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Nakamura gets the win on this, um, which would play into uh, uh, what happens for the main event, um, which was supposed to be Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins and, and Sami Zayn taking on Judgment Day. But with everything I, I spoke about with the uh, the jump by J.D. McDonough, that did not happen. And then Shinsuke just coming into the picture with with Seth Rollins. Hey, buddy, you want you need a partner? That's me. I don't know why I went racist. Now who's racist? Me, apparently. Jesus Christ. That was horrible. Jeez. Get some help. Uh, oh. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Shayna Baszler <clears throat> comes out after, uh, excuse me, Becky Lynch was the first to be out. Uh, Zoe Stark interrupts her. They get all up in each other's face with the mic. We get Shayna Baszler coming out uh, to interrupt this whole shindig. I did like also, I n- didn't even mention the fact that, you know, w- with her not being on SummerSlam, I'm talking about uh, Becky Lynch, 
uh, if you saw the tweet about her making uh, lemonade out of lemons. Um, well, uh, that, no, that's what Triple H said to the women backstage. Right. right. He's it, like, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And she did. So then he took <laughs> the lemonade. She took the lemonade and then spit it like Triple H. Right. She did that. And then uh, she had the lemonade uh, outside <laughs> of the ring while, while making a match. She even booked a match with Zoe Stark taking on Shayna Baszler. But also, sidebar, the fact that they everybody was cleared. Um, everybody was, was cleared, uh, to compete. So Trish status was cleared to, to be able to compete. Raquel Rodriguez was able to compete. So you missed out on two matches. And we got Ronda and Shayna. I understand. Yeah. I understand it was a four hour show and it, putting another match could probably just put everybody to sleep, but you had two, two opportunities to have a better match for at least some sort of, I, I the, Sh- the Shayna Ronda match, I get. I get it because they're longtime friends and it finally came to a head. It just didn't play out. And it's all in hindsight. It could have been the greatest match we've ever seen, and it just didn't work out that way. But either way, all that to be said is that Becky didn't have a match. Raquel didn't have a match. Your WWE uh, uh, Women's World Champion didn't have a match. So who really wins there? kind of sucks that they, they all missed out. All four of those women missed out on having an opportunity at SummerSlam. But I like that uh, Becky Lynch... Literally made lemonade. But watch for payback. Watch for payback. Uh, Shayna Baszler defeating Zoe Stark. That was actually a really good match. Um, uh, the uh, Ludwig Kaiser Ludwig Kaiser uh, hitting on uh, Maxine Dupree backstage. And with the awesome wrestling zoom in to the face and then turn around and then Otis's face is <laughs> sitting right there in your face. I mean, it makes sense. Ludwig's girlfriend looks very similar to uh, Maxine. I think uh, I think Ludwig's girlfriend is slightly hotter. Yeah, I think Tif- Tiffany Stratton is, is, is a little more. I, yes, I like I could be picky, whatever. Uh, hey man, be picky. Yeah, be picky. Sure, I can do that on Mike. Uh, Ludwig <laughs> then takes on Otis and defeats him, and then you know because it's it all tied in now with Alpha Academy and Imperium. Chad Gable making the save. Uh, it's just getting so over. And then as I as we mentioned before. The, the promo with L.A. Knight and The Miz. Uh, I love the, the idea of, he did not shake my hand. And then, sure enough, as he lays him out with the uh, blood force trauma, by the end of all this, he shakes his lifeless body's hand. <laughs> um, if you had told me that fucking Bully Ray was the producer on that segment, I would have believed you 1,000%. Why? Because that's just all he talks about. It's just the way, the exact way that that segment went down mm-hmm. was the exact way... Bubba Ray Dudley would have tried to book that. Just go after each other's throats and have L.A. Knight standing in the middle of the ring at the end. Mm. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was a great promo. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. And I just also realized that uh, the skull-crushing finale and the blunt force trauma are very similar. Very similar, yes. Yes. But And also, speaking of Rock and, and uh, Stone Cold, this is just literally a front-facing uh, stunner. It's you know it's, he's he's basically doing like a, a combination of a stunner and a uh, diamond cutter. At the you same know time. what it does? You know what it is? It's a stunner that won't uh, compress your back in twenty years. <laughs> That's right. He lands on your ass, and that, that tends to happen. Uh, now that the Al- Alpha Academy is now fighting Imperium, Viking Raiders need something to do. Who do you fight? Returning New Day. I was so happy when I heard their music. Um. It's, it's good to have them back, and they cut a promo backstage also, and say, you know saying that they're going after the tag titles now too, uh, because the Usos are not a thing anymore. So I, I I'm liking that they're back in the picture. Um, 
Also, sad news, speaking of New Day, with Big E getting the report that uh, doctors have said he should not wrestle ever again. Um, he said They said should. <laughs> they said couldn't. They didn't say couldn't. Um, but they didn't say should. So They told that. Daniel Bryan. They told Edge. They yep. told Paige. The same shit. All right. Yeah, this is very true. We'll see what happens. Uh, but it is good to get that out there so that when he does return, it's like, oh, my God, he's fucking back. He's back. Thank God. And then uh, the main event with the uh, the triple threat, and then we had Rhea Ripley out, out of the ring and Raquel Rodriguez just immediately uh, attacking her. And, again, the match we could have had at SummerSlam, we did not have payback. Um, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes just going back and forth as far as uh, bickering, and we have Shinsuke Nakamura starting, starting the fight against uh, Judgment Day. Uh, the good guys getting the win on this. That's not the story, though. The story, though, even if you saw when Shinsuke – uh, earlier in Raw offered his services Seth Rollins left and then the camera stayed a good five seconds too long on Shinsuke's face who was just all kinds of maniacal and looking evil which paid off at the end here because you know Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes shake hands they each go to their respective corners to stand on the ring ro- uh, ropes Seth Rollins comes down and you get a Kinshasa right to the face by Shinsuke we should have known that Shinsuke was going to turn heel when he didn't have boogs with him anymore this is very true Yes, and Boogs is it should watch out because it looks like he's on the uh, the jobber block. Um, was he ever off it? I mean, he was better with Chinsky than he, than than not. That's a fair point. But that's uh, yeah. It's, since he got hurt, it's they've they've done nothing with him. Um, and uh, so that that set up beautifully for his next opponent. And I I was always like, if if Cody's going to talk about then his next opponent and Seth Rollins comes and interrupt him, are we going to have that match or should Cody really focus on? the big picture and have the one B title be defended against someone like Shinsuke Nakamura. This is interesting. Cause there's always, there's always the, the main people and then you have the one B main people <laughs> and Seth Rollins right now is a one B main person. Roman Reigns will always be the one A main person. Cody Rhodes will always be the one A main person. I beg to differ. You really think that, that Cody is not bigger than, than Seth Rollins? No, I believe that they're both at the same level. Okay. I believe they're all three of those people you just mentioned are one A caliber talent. I am not saying talent. I'm saying as seen at, by the fans, fans, and and the company. But they they what? they sing his song. Okay. During oh. everybody else's promo. That's what that's what I'm going by. Oh, that's the fucking gauge for wrestling. So I. <laughs> Wrestling is fan interaction. Nobody and if your fans are interacting when the wrestlers are going, nobody, and it's a different wrestler's fucking music. Then no, nobody sings for uh, Roman Reigns' music because you don't need to sing. It's exactly. it's the so, acknowledge me part. That's the gauge. That <laughs> L.A. Knight. None he won the sense. battle royal to gauge the pop so they can see where to put him. None of this makes sense. Oh, I don't have enough time to argue. This. Okay, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's the end of Raw. Wrestling, great, fun times. Um, anything else before we <laughs> head on out? No, I'm fucking done. Are you now? Yeah, I'm done with the show. No, just with this show today. <laughs> I'm gonna spin this freaking buzzer. This boop, 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 boop. You know what? Oh, the, oh god! Wow, what? That's perfect it's segue. I did not want to do that. That's a perfect segue.
What? I just, I just wanted to hear this. Yeah, me too. I, just I love to this song. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of Son- Sons of Slam. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Tell your friends, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Hopefully, within the next two, three months, I swear to you, I'm speaking this out into the universe, into the WWE universe, into the universe as a whole. Into the galaxy. Into the said. galaxy somewhere. iHeartRadio. We're coming. <laughs> I'm just saying it out there. We're coming and we're coming hard. Oh, Pause. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I have nothing else. Good night. Good night. Like I'm part of the jail, slaughtering stale competition. I got the whole block wishing they could run with my division, but they gone fishing. With no bait, kid your boy whole weight. I got my soul straight. I brush your mouth like cold gate. In any weather, I'm never better. Your boy's so hot, you never catch me in the next man's sweater. If they hate, let them hate. I drop your whole clan. Lay your ass down for the three second tan. Your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's gon' be what it's gon' be Five pounds of courage, buddy, base Ten pants with a gold tee, uh It's a war dance, a victory step A boss stance is a gift and you insist it's my rep John Cena trademark, y'all are so-so And talk about the bread you make But don't know the recipe for dodo Aiming guns in all your photos That's a no-no In this pop, your lip lock Your big tox, a blatant no-so See what happens when the ice age melts You see monetary status is not what matters But it helps I rock a timepiece by Benny, if any The same the same reason y'all could love me is the same reason y'all condemn me. A man's measured by the way that he thinks. Not clothing lines, ice links, leather and minks. I spent 20 plus years seeking knowledge of self. So for now, Mark Frederick is living life for wealth. Your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now. You can't see me, my time is now. Your time is up. The Sons of Slam podcast.